We're just those guys now. Yeah, that's fine. It's called being 40. That, just about, uh, what, a little over two months for, or a little over a month for me. Mm. I'm trying to see, I'm looking at this red up here. I don't want to ping too, too bad. No, you're fine. Okay. I got everything set. See, okay. We look the... pretty equal for yeah. the most part. As long as the lines aren't touching the top and the bottom. Right yeah, as there. long as the lines don't touch. You don't want the lines to touch. You don't want to cross the streams. No. You don't want to. You don't want any docking going on. No, no. You're listening to the Sunday Night Alternative with Lopez and Sheets on WPUP Royston Athens Gainesville. Bulldog 1037. World Class Rock. Uh, there, there's nowhere to go but up from here, sir. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> we can't yeah, really not. go any. You sound farther. so confident saying that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lopez and Sheets. This guy sounds so young. Oh, it's so nice hearing that intro, though. Those guys had, like, the world by the balls. In a way, I suppose they did, yes. Their world at the time. Yes, yes, their world. Their world. Now, not so much. (laughs) I mean, it depends on how you look at things. Yeah, I guess we could have some balls, right? Like, we could have, like, the world by the balls. We could have some balls, yes. (laughs) We could have some balls. We're still still able to get together and do this. How long have you been doing this? Too long to be that tongue-tied. Oh, okay. Too long to not be able to read things aloud. Apparently, apparently there's a there's a Portland Timbers match tonight. Today well, I learned. There goes the microphone. The microphone completely just fell off of the stand. <laughs> the microphone just he went to grab it to pull it closer and he just it ended up on his chest. It's gone. I'll be right back. I gotta fix this. Alright, so he's unhooking this. Hi everyone. Uh this is Sheets. Uh, of the high of the extremely popular Lopez and Sheets show, once upon a time called the Sunday Night Alternative, on uh, WPUP Royston Athens Gainesville on Bulldog 1037. Uh, not the case anymore, though, as I'm just a regular person that does work things, and there goes the bed, so that's gone now, so I don't have that to rely on. As uh, as he just continues to attempt to fix this, why are the lights flickering? Okay. All right. All right. We're, good probably, to, uh, we're probably in a fire trap. Okay. Okay. Good to know. And there's no way out in this room. There is no way out. There's a back door. Yeah. Not if the fire's right there. <laughs> if the fire's over here, you and I are done. I'll keep an eye on it. It should be fine. I don't necessarily trust that, though. You can't even keep your microphone on the stand. You can trust me. I don't know. <laughs> can I, can I don't know. Uh, but hi, everybody. Um, this is feeling more like a, a radio show than a normal podcast, though, because all of a sudden I'm having to to like, oh, wait. You were having to stretch a little bit. I know, which is, you know, isn't my... I was, gi- I was, giving, him the, I was giving him the stretch <laughs> sign, like when you stretch cheese, I was like, keep yes. going, keep going. <laughs> keep going. I'm still I'm still working on this. We had an engineer running around the, the studio. Yeah, she left, though. She was here laying on the there floor. She there is. she is. Hey. Hi. Aunt Callie, the engineer. Yeah. How's it going? My dad's ancient dog ancient yeah for a dog and dog yeah, age sure in sure. dog years hello how's it going this is my wine um hi hey man how's it going it's good it's just it's always great like i always it always feels good when we can have when we can get together in person and do this it feels like we have a uh i don't know it just feels more natural 
you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, Banshee has said before, I mean, that one time that the three of us were in here, he just sat back and watched us. He yeah. was like, I just like watching it. He was like, oh He's like, my you, you God. got such a report. It's a back and forth. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, we're amazing. But I mean, you know, when we've known each other for 20 plus years at this point. We worked it out tonight, 25. Yeah. So, I mean, I would hope that we had some kind of rapport. Quarter of a century. Yes. Uh, definitely known each other longer than we haven't known each other. At this point, yes. It's kind of yes. crazy. It is. It's weird. It's very weird. Um, yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, you could say it's it's that. It could, it could also just be that we're we're just that good. We are good. We are good. We're good at what we do. Never good enough to um, catch the right ears. Yeah, yeah, never good enough for that, but good. Good enough. Good enough. Um, you were uh, admiring, speaking of getting old, you were admiring the timeline of your life poster that I've got up in the studio. Yes, I was. Um, that came from a... Uh, you ever watch videos from a channel called Kurt Kastag? Not that I can think of, no. Kurt Kastag, I think is what it is. It's like, it's a company out of, um, I believe they're out of Germany. I would think so based on looking at the spelling of this, yes. <laughs> um, but they have really, really cool YouTube videos where everything's animated. Uh, they do it in several different languages. Um, wildly popular, but they're they're basically like, they're kind of like these science videos where they'll talk about like what if what if an asteroid hit Earth tomorrow? Yeah. Like they would they actually go through and they talk about like would would the civilization be decimated? Like they they do all these weird things like what really killed the dinosaurs? What mm -hmm. you know all this stuff. And um, they did this whole one about like just the timeline of your life. And then they had this. They the cool thing is they usually do they usually do some sort of merch that goes along with. Yeah. One, you know, a video every now and then. And that's pretty cool. That's a, it's, it's, uh, the wife calls it the most depressing poster ever, ever printed. <laughs> well, I mean, my immediate response <laughs> to this whole thing was at age 47, which neither of us have hit yet, statistic, statistically the unhappiest year of your life. I don't like knowing that that's still ahead. I, I wish I had not seen this part of it. You know what it tells, what that should tell you though? It's like, don't be a statistic, bro. You know, a wise person once said, hey, man, I'm not going to be a statistic. <laughs> um, I'm going to you know what? That's what I'm going to make my mission since I'm I'm since I'll be 40 in a little over a month. Yeah, that's my mission now is <laughs> to I'm like, I, I have seven years to make sure that this doesn't happen. Yeah, that that 47 is statistically the unhappiest year of my life. I don't want that to be the case. Now, 48 can be the unhappiest. Sure. But still, you'll sure. be outside of it. Exactly. Exactly. As, as long as you can beat it. Hey, you can even just get it done early, right? You yes. can be like 45, 46 can be terrible. Oh, I feel like I've already hit those un unhappiest years of my life. So I'm hoping too. <laughs> I'm hoping that maybe it's just uphill from here. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fucking great, right? Yeah. Like 47 was actually my best year. <laughs> um, so fuck you, statistics. Yeah. But we were kind of talking about so you're you you are getting ready to turn 40. Yes. I went ahead and got you a, a birthday gift. Yes, um, thank you very much. Yeah. Um for those out there kind of my <laughs> For those of you that weren't that weren't here yeah. when he gave me the gift. Right. <laughs> for those of you out there, I've been reading a book, uh or I just finished up this week a book uh, by Chuck Klosterman called The Nineties, where basically he does a it's basically just pop culture history 
um, but it's U.S. 20th century pop history, mm-hmm. and he just basically dissects the 90s and all the bigger events that happened. He anything from like news events to movies and music, and he's got some great you know some great chapters in there about all that stuff, just popular culture in general. Um, the thing I the most uh, uh, the thing I like most about it in the intro, he talks about it being like the decade where we saw everything and ultimate and, and and then at the same time forgot about it all. Like, oh yeah. Kind of like you saw everything and then never again kind of thing. Um, but it's, 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 it's a really, really good book. But we were talking about, um, how, you know, just your perception, like you were saying right before we went live, cause we were talking about the nineties cause I was just giving you that book and you mm-hmm. we were like, was it a good time because, it was a good time or was it a good time because it's fond in our brains? Yes. We were much younger. We didn't have as many concerns. Yeah. So it just sort of fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think that's, I think that's why every generation just, it's our way of reliving our glory days, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's our way of being like the Al Bundy thinking about Polk high, yes. you know, being a quarterback, right? Um, <laughs> Only, you know, for us, it was different stuff. For us, it was like going to Waffle House or, or you know, oh, playing yeah. video games for hours and hours and hours and, you know, listening to the same, like, to the same CDs and music over and over again. Like, it was just a different time. And the beginning of music being leaked mm-hmm. to where we could hear stuff before. Yeah, there's a good chapter on Napster. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I can't wait. It's great. It's really good because all it did is just, it flooded back. Because, I mean, the 90s were just, like, the perfect time, like, coming of age. Uh, for like for us, I, I yeah, should say, because yeah. you know, you, we we were in the tail end of like high school and all that stuff, and uh, our formative years, if you will, formative years, where you're just kind of forming your opinion of you know everything around you and who you are. Itchy ears, dog down there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, I uh, I don't know. It's being forty is not too bad. I can't wait to read the book. Yeah, the book looks fantastic. Yeah, it's fun reading. I mean, uh, the wife and I talk all the time, and we'll just be like, "Man, the '90s," you know. Mm. And like I told you, there's um, there's a channel on YouTube called Weird History that has goofy history videos about random to- topics. You know, mm. they're like ten minutes long, so they're not too bad to take up some time. It's kind of like a how it's made, but like more of yeah, a like historical like goofy level, goofy history stuff. Yeah. Like it's you, it'll be like. There was one they split off and they have a weird history food channel and there was just about the history of macaroni and cheese and stuff like that. You know, it'll be just like, here's some cults through history and just, you know, weird stuff. Um, But they did do a couple series, a few series actually, uh, called Timeline. They did one for 70s, 80s, 90s, and then uh, 2020 got a special one. Um, But the 90s one, we were just sitting there. And like, so it goes through and it'll be like, all right, this is 1990. And it starts with the earliest event that happened. So it'll be like January 3rd, this happened or whatever. Yeah. And just go chronological order. It's so wild to see all the stuff where you're like, I had forgotten that even occurred. Like mm. things that were big events for the time. And you're just like, I, I forgot it happened. Like 2020 with COVID being the beast that it was yeah. and still is, I guess. Um there were so many things in 2020 that we just forgot completely happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it, because it was that first time, I think, especially it was the first time for a lot of people across several generations that regardless of how long your lockdown was or whatever, like there was a period of time where everyone was at home and no one was out doing mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Places were closed. Um, 
So really all you had to focus on was what was immediately in front of you. Like a lot of people like us, we took, we re, we took the time to rewatch a lot of TV. Yeah. We took the time to watch some things we hadn't watched uh, in a long time or haven't watched before. Mm-hmm. Our, our first thing, our first big thing was Deadwood. We went through and oh. watched all of Deadwood and Such the movie. Such a good show. Yeah. Such a good show. Really good stuff. Um, but yeah, you kind of start tuning out everything that happened. Like I honestly think 2020 is where I stopped really paying attention to the news. Mm-hmm. So, same, same, because we were in the hospital every day, and it's like, look, I see enough gnarly shit every day. I don't care what's happening in the real world at this point. Well, you kind of know, like, it's one of those, I've come to realize that it's nice to, like, I feel like if I'm going, the only time I really pay attention to what's going on is if I know I'm going to be, you know, doing a, a live stream where I'm just going to be talking about things, or if I'm sitting down with someone to, you know, do a podcast or something like that. Sure. Um, you kind of have to know some things that are going on. And so it's kind of bittersweet for me where I was like, if I'm if I'm really good at filtering, I can just kind of focus on the things I do want to know about. But man, it's just so easy just to kind of just put your head in the sand and just go to work and hang out, you know, at home and watch TV or do whatever, you know. And just think when we did the show, um, take a drink, um, we had to like that was a big part of it. We had to do the news. We had to, you know, it was going up and down FARC and whatever other websites to find what was going on in the world so we could try to spin it somewhat humorously if we could, if we saw a way to do it. Yeah. We and focus- now it's like, I don't even pay attention. I don't want to, I don't want to pay attention to the news. Well, I mean, if you think about it too, like, especially the kind of radio that we listened to at the time, mm-hmm. if you, I mean, cause that's, that's, that's around what, 2004? five six seven somewhere around there um i started in 2006 at the station so yeah okay. around that area so i mean <sighs> big time o and a and big time ron and fez influence but you could you could have a, a ostensibly have a show ostensibly or ostensibly ostensibly right ostensibly ostensibly nothing can possibly <laughs> go wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> well that's the first thing that's gone wrong um, that's such a good episode of the it's, simpsons it's a really good one. and if i remember correctly it's back to back with um homer's phobia which is the one where he thinks bart is gay oh, which yeah. is another fantastic episode like that those two episodes if i'm remembering the order correctly are like my favorite back-to-back episodes of the simpsons yeah. like they knock it out of the park on both of those episodes they were firing on all cylinders at that point easily so easily good. So good. A show that's still going on. Yeah. A show that's going on longer than we've known each other. Yes. Yes. So crazy. Because Have show they reached started, 30 years yet? They have. Well, it started in, what, 89, I think? Yes. So, yeah. They, so, yeah. yeah. They're well past that. Yeah. Okay, wow. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, we're talking, oh, yeah. So, you could you could have a show and really not touch any, any like, anything. We hardly ever touch anything political. Um, nope. We did that one time, and the guy called in all pissed off. Yeah, yeah. There, there was the one time we did. Um, cause I forget what was even going on. We told people not to vote. Basically, if they didn't, if they weren't getting, uh, if they weren't making sure they knew all the issues and everything, and they were just voting just to vote, there was no reason for them to vote. And that dude called in, and he was like, "You shouldn't be telling people not to vote." Shut up, dude. Come on, man. Um, does it really matter? Let Let's look at the world. Does it matter? I mean, yes and no. Yes and no. Um, but yeah, like honestly, we just kind of just left. 
politics really off the table. Yeah. We were just looking for weird stories. Very rarely touched on that, unless it was something so big, which at that time I don't feel like there would have been much. There really wasn't, because, I mean, you're talking about the wind down of, like, the HW, not HW. No, uh, w. w. Yeah. Uh, the wind down of W. Um, I mean, the biggest news in politics around that time was, um, and that wasn't even for... Was that in 2006 that Obama went in? No. No, he didn't go until 2008. 2008. Because so, he was 08 and then 12 and then... We were, yeah, so, so six, six and seven, 2006, 2007, man, we, it was kind of one of those things where like we had already been where we've been. And so yep. everybody was kind of not all about listening to that kind of stuff. And I think people just have become so obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. Um. Not that there weren't people that weren't interested in it. I mean, obviously, people watch, you know, political news all the time. Um, but Oh, it's nuts. When I when I go to look into what uh, AEW's ratings are each week, at the top, damn near every week is like Tucker Carlson. Mm. It's, it is absolutely balls crazy, like how high those, especially the Fox News shows are, every single week in like the money demographics. It's because the people that, watch that are the only people that still have cable pretty and, much and yeah satellite yeah like, pretty much <laughs> it's yeah and that's the only reason why they have it mm -hmm. and you know they're getting older they're not going to be around longer you no. know that much longer yeah, so no they're not um so but i mean whatever you know get him where you fit in man they, that guy's making a shit ton of money he's, mm -hmm. he's still a piece of shit but yeah he knows how to work his shittiness towards towards the bank you know? yeah well like by the time we got into radio like everyone had a like 9-11 had happened five years prior. Like, everyone was used to just how the world was at that point. Like, that's just how it was. Mm. There was the, there was no more, like, 9-11 malaise mm. of, like, oh, my God, we we got attacked. Mm. Like, that we were attacked. You know, it was just sort of like, okay, this is just how the world is now. We have to take our shoes off to go through the airport and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was all, like, this solidarity thing. Now it's just kind of like. You're so far removed from it now that mm -hmm. you're kind of like, what the fuck? Why Remember so those days when everyone was like, we're all Americans. Yeah. We're all Americans. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And you, extra, a few extra waves, people nodding at each other, people mm -hmm. being nice. Like, mm -hmm. it is true, man. Like, it's just like you got that, you get that one thing that, that brings everyone together. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. Not the I, case anymore. No, it's just everything's got to have be on a side. Like, fucking, mm -hmm. you know, gonna go shoot up a case of Bud Light with a fucking machine gun. Fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it is pretty ridiculous. Um, you know, I went to went before. So you guys, we were waiting on you guys to get into town last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, a couple of people we knew were um were at a place having a drink while we were on our way out of town. I was like, let's just stop by and say hi. And of course, everybody's drinking a Bud Light. You know. <laughs> Were they the ones with the the what is it? it? Has a rainbow on it or something now, right? So those the ones with the rainbow on them weren't even like they were from somewhere. They were from Bud Light Canada, <laughs> right? So it's not even an American thing. So what happened was Kid Rock. I, I don't well, conservatives got pissed off because they actually Bud Light paid for it. Uh, did an ad, I guess, like almost did like a like. They they sponsored someone's like Instagram live or their TikTok live or something like that, 
and it happened to be a trans person and the trans person was just you know working bud light into their their spiel and stuff yeah. like that being you know pretty funny about it and stuff like that and mm -hmm. they were like you know what we're not gonna take this i'm gonna shoot you know so you know kid rock did his thing where he set up a bunch of cases of bud light and shot him with a with an ar-15 and it's like fuck bud light fuck anheuser bush and uh it, it's literally about um it was literally about that which there's a I, I, there's a video i'm gonna pull up which screen can you see best this one uh the top one top fine, one yeah uh, why does everything have to be a culture war thing there, there's no like so this is what i was and then this is years yeah, ago now yeah. that i was telling um my mother-in-law and her now husband about like i don't feel like presidents like once upon a time i felt like presidents were like let's let's do the best for everybody but that changed around like w and whatnot mm -hmm. where it's like there there is no like let's see what's the best for everyone we're gonna do whatever just placates to our side right and lately for republicans that has been culture wars not mm. even trying to do anything to better anything just culture wars and 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 a perceived and a perceived assault on yes. freedom yes but what's what's so fucking hilarious about it is they 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 defend that by taking others' freedom yes. away. Correct. Correct. So they they're basically just it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it's fascism. Um but yeah, we didn't have to focus on any of that. We no. could, we could literally watch you know, we could literally talk about a guy without arms stealing a car <laughs> and and leading a high-speed chase mm -hmm. for multiple counties yes right yes we could and have a have a fucking fun time with it <laughs> and i guess you could still do that radio right you could still you could still avoid all that but i think i think what what really bummed me out so 2018 and 2019 i push i was pushing the the podcast really hard mm-hmm and um probably more so through 2018 it kind of started to dip a little bit in 2019 but like the problem was i didn't want to talk about politics mm -hmm. but everything was so political i felt like you didn't have a choice well it, it's not that i didn't have a choice but the fact that if i made the choice not to like it would almost be like denying reality to mm -hmm. just completely omit that now i'm not saying that pe there are people clearly on youtube that can do you know videos about anything there's people who can stream on twitch and and not mention it one time right mm -hmm. um but it just kind of felt weird to be doing like the type of podcast i'm used to doing without acknowledging the fact that people are going fucking crazy yeah. on both sides yes you know, both sides have just fucking off their gourds. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, and part of what you'll you'll read in that book that I got you, it's mm -hmm. like, Klosterman talks about how there was a, there was a point in time, because he, he has a pretty lengthy and really good uh, chapter on Ross Perot. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. he's talking about there was, a, there was a point in time, and it all changed with Gore and Bush, right? Where... People would, you know, during the election season would have, you know, where they'd have their political arguments, they go back and forth. And then when somebody won, it was like, all right, cool. Well, yeah. you guys won this time, like whatever. And, That's it. And then people just stopped talking about politics. It's, but it's, it feels like 
a constant election year now, and it, mm-hmm. it just all the doesn't time. feel good. No, it doesn't. It's terrible. It feels horrible. When all I want to do is I just want to sit around and talk about video games, or mm-hmm. I want to sit around and talk about you know bullshit with mm-hmm. my friends. And there was just that time period where leading up to 2020, where it just didn't feel like it didn't feel gen- like genuine content to do something that's current issues. And no, you know, not at all. I don't know what I would like. I don't know what if if we had had a show that had continued on like mm-hmm. man can you imagine like trying the, to do content in then uh, awful terrible it's not impossible no it's not we would have found a way but it would have been very hard mhm might have to change hard. the way the show runs maybe or, or maybe maybe it it, be, it becomes something that's refreshing to people to turn something on and you know, there's nothing going on because that's, yeah. you know, the little bit of Twitch streaming I do now, that's usually what people are like. I come here to not think about this other shit, mm-hmm. you know, because that conversation is constantly going on anyway. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, oh, so this, this, so this video here mm-hmm. kind of explains why Kid Rock is shooting um, Bud Light with machine guns. Let's see if I can. I'll pot it up. So a lot of people have been asking me, uh, why are we shooting at Bud Light cans now? Kid Rock. <laughs> Fuck Bud Light. <laughs> Fuck Anheuser Busch. <laughs> the reason Kid Rock is shooting at beer cans with maybe another person on the side also shooting—that's kind of different part of this thing, uh, is that Dylan Mulvaney, a TikTok star who is also trans, posted an Instagram Reels sponsored post by Bud Light on April 1st. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. That's really it. They decided that Bud Light has gone woke because of this one thing. But in an effort to backfill this, that's what happens in these spaces, when the outrage campaign needs more evidence that they can't find in the moment, They found something from last year from Bud Light Canada. They found this advertisement uh, showing their support for uh, Pride. A lot of these people are now saying they're switching to Coors Light, uh, not knowing that Coors has sponsored LGBTQ plus events all throughout the country for several years now. Uh, They even have (laughs) their rainbow flag where the mountains would be in their logo. I love it. Uh, It's not about consistency here. It's just (laughs) about stirring up outrage. So is that really it? Is that all that's happening here? Is that one person got a sponsorship for one day and that they tried to sort of uh, retroactively fill in a narrative here? Yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, that's pretty much it. And and like for, for a body of people that are so obsessed with, oh, cancel culture, oh, mm-hmm. woke culture, like mm-hmm. they do it just... Both sides do it, Mm -hmm. and they don't see the irony of the fact that they both fucking do it. Yes. When it suits them. Yes. Correct. I I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's bananas, man. It's fucking bananas. It's insanity. I, like, I try to pay as little attention to it as possible, Mm. but, like, still read stuff to be up on what's going on in the world. Right. But- Every day I read something new and I'm just like, this world sucks. <laughs> this world sucks. Why am I here? Yes. What are we doing? That's why That's why uh, we're trying to find somewhere out in the middle of nowhere so we don't have to see anybody ever. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing a lot of traveling. Yes. 
Yes. How's how's that going? Are you enjoying it still? Or you, are you do you miss having a home base? It's nice to come back to the house. I hate that the house is in Florida, but I love the house. Like I love being back at the house and not having to go anywhere. That's wonderful. But the level of healthcare in Florida, particularly and the southeast in a larger um, region, um, is awful. Mm. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, sort of, in a way, forced to do this. But that being said, the whole traveling thing is fine. It is perfectly fine. Right. Um. We'll see with this next assignment, since we'll be at a hospital that neither of us have been to ever. Mm -hmm. Um. But it'll be something new. So it'll be you know it'll be an experience if nothing else. Yeah. And I mean, does it ever? Do you ever think about it outweighing? You know, the fact that it's in Florida. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know you hate it. Sure, right? sure. Um, I know you hate what's around you. Yes. Sure. Yes. Does having a house you really like ever come close to outweighing? Like being like, well, fucking hate it here, but at least I got this. Like, at least I have my island. Um. Yes and no. Mm -hmm. Yes and no. Uh. So when I'm back at the house, I, I love being at the house. Yeah. I love being at the house. And, and those times, I'm like, this is all right. And then I go outside of the house, and that's the problem, especially down there in central Florida, because it has gotten so much busier, and there's constantly new uh, apartment complexes and all that. Just getting crowded. Oh, God, yes. But the last few times we've been back, as nice as it is being at the house, it doesn't make it to where it's like, okay, this is fine. Mm-hmm. And that's, we've had neighbor issues and stuff like that. Um, so, mm, yeah. Yeah. That makes it hard, man. Like, I always think about that. Like, how I've been pretty lucky mm -hmm. with the neighbor setup that I've had. But I'm I'm in constant fear because one of my neighbors um, is older. And, like, mm -hmm. you know, she has, she has kids um she you know she she's she well she doesn't really live alone she's one of her one of her grandkids lives with her but like she has she has kids and they're about they're probably about our age maybe a little bit older mm -hmm. and it's not that they're like, they're not bad people they're just you, you just know you don't know what you're going to get when they leave when if when she like departs you yes, know if she goes yeah. like are they going to sell the place who's going to come in after mm -hmm. are they going to keep the place are they going to take care of the place? Like, it's just one of those things. And, you know, I, th I think about that, knowing that my, my house was a party house for a long time. Yeah. I'm sure it was its own nightmare, right, to live beside. But <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's it's having neighbor, neighbor issues are always tough because it's not like it's easy to buy and sell a house, especially right now. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So, ugh. It's like when you when you live in an apartment and you're just kind of like just happen to have the one shitty person that's connected to one of your walls or above your ceiling or mm -hmm. below your floor. Mm -hmm. Like it's just such a shit roll. Because when they're selling your house, they're not like, oh, here's so and so. He's a crazy person. Yeah, he's gonna come ask you about guns, <laughs> right? I don't know. Uh, that the neighbors neighbor shit sucks, man. Yeah, especially when they're bad. It would just been like when you can be lucky. It's We've right. never had an issue with these neighbors sure. at any point. 
We've talked to him. Everything's always been really cool. In fact, the last time we were in town, we went and hung out with him for a few minutes. They were having like they were had a little fire pit sort of in their driveway. Um, and they had some other people in the neighborhood over and we never they invited us so many times to other things. And we we're always like, no, no, no. And I uh, we were talking about it and I said, you know what? It would probably you know what? Let's go over there. It would probably be a good look for us to go. We'll be, you know, and we went over there and we were there for like 15 minutes or so. And everything was cool. Everything was perfectly fine. And then, you know, uh, the end of February, we're getting ready to come back to the house. And we see on our camera that neighbor went and hit the camera with the uh, with the broomstick. And we're like, well, what is that about? We didn't know how to handle it because we were like, well, we don't want to. We're not there often. We don't want to piss these people off. And, you know, we Wait, so he, he hit it to change the angle of the uh-huh, camera Uh huh. and it worked. Yeah, it knocked. Well, so it was facing toward our uh, side of our house. One of the backyard areas, you could get a little bit of like their side, like where the door was and where their fence gate was. And that's all you could see. You couldn't see anything else. I didn't want to see anything over there. Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't like the angle of it. So he hit it. the video doesn't show him specifically doing it. But the video portion before it gets hit is him walking off camera with things in his hand. And then the very next one is, I mean, immediately you see the end of a broomstick like hit the camera and it looks basically straight down at that point. Um, We didn't know how to handle it because we're like, well, we don't want to piss him off. But this is not cool. And especially with them being Trumpers like coming onto our land and everything. Not that we have a whole lot of land. It's just a neighborhood. It's still one of those cases where it's like, you know, personal boundaries. Like if I went onto your property and did something, you would be very unhappy. So coincidentally, we were actually the day we were getting back to the house. uh, His wife called uh, my wife and was like, hey, we noticed a bunch of packages on your front porch because, you know, we would get them shipped to us in in Oregon. And uh, they were like, we saw a bunch of packages. You're like, oh, no, 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 we're we're headed home. You know, it's cool. Why have him on the phone? I want to ask a question. Yeah, your husband came and hit our camera. Wife had no idea. Not a clue. Mm. And I honestly feel like she probably had no idea. Um, and so she was like, well, he's right here. Let's put him on speaker and we can talk to him about it. And so my wife was just like, what's, you know, what we weren't looking in on, you know, it's for security, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I know the camera's there, but I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. So like, we're like, okay, whatever. Two days later, it was like seven in the morning. He called and left a voicemail on my wife's phone and was like, hey, this is so-and-so the neighbor. And uh, I just wanted to apologize. Uh, I, th- I didn't, I thought maybe you wanted me to fix it. I was, I was fixing the adjustment on the camera but you know i was fixing the adjustment that's those are verbatim words because we will walk around every once in a while now and be like hey did you fix the adjustment so yeah we we... (laughs) hey you fix the adjustment on that hose for me real quick (laughs) but that's his that's what he said it was the most non-apology apology ever you know I thought you wanted me to fix the adjustment i don't know if you yeah sorry Uh, dude i would just my follow-up would be like what exactly is fixing the adjustment because how do you how how could i possibly want something that i don't even know what the fuck it is yeah fix the adjustment (laughs) i thought you wanted me to fix the adjustment no what it was is he probably saw a camera Mm -hmm. and it was pointed where it was pointed but in his mind he's like they're watching me be a big brother (laughs) yeah so what we did is we fixed the camera and put a new camera that faces directly at the other camera the way it sits. 
So if he does anything, it will be easily seen on camera. So what you're saying is if he comes to fix your adjustment, yes. you can say, hey, no need to fix my adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. Leave my shit alone. The adjustment doesn't need to be fixed. Yeah, next time you guys leave, you just, you just send him a message like, hey, our adjustment's good. I just checked it. We're all full on adjustment fluid. <laughs> I checked yeah. it before we left. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Don't worry. All the air filters on the fucking camera are good. <laughs> the headlight fluid's okay. Yeah, we're good it's to taken go. Taken care of. Yeah. What a shit. Yep. Yep. That's fucking crazy. But I will like. Would that was was that like the only run in with them? We've never had any issues yeah. whatsoever. We haven't had issues with any of our neighbors. We usually we and 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 that's the thing that my wife was pointing out. She was just like. We're great neighbors. We're never there. Like, you don't have to worry about anything with us. When we are there, we're quiet. Like, there's yeah. nothing. We keep the house looking decent. Like, there are worse neighbors to have. Yes, there are. And I'm not, and I'm not tooting our horns here. Being like, oh, we're fantastic. You know, but shit, man, you yeah. could do much worse. We're good neighbors. Our yeah. adjustment is top notch. Yeah, right. We don't need the adjustments <laughs> fixed. <laughs> They're okay. My adjustments are fine. <laughs> I got to make a note about that because yeah. I feel like that can be that could be worked into the title somehow. Fix it, yeah, fixing the adjustments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, that's fucking hilarious. I just needed to fix my adjustments. Yeah, yeah. It's it it was it's the most non-apology apology ever, and it's the and it's all based around this bullshit fixing the adjustments line that he uses. But yeah, no. we still say that to each other. The other day, she called me in the room. She's like, "Hey, come here." I was like, "All right." I get over there and I was like, "What's up?" And she's just like, I was "Wondering if you fixed those adjustments." Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "Damn you!" <laughs> Made me walk across the house just for your stupid joke. I appreciate it, but fuck you. <laughs> God damn it, man. Um, dude, I, I, you just wonder what goes through people's minds mm -hmm. when they decide. I'm gonna go fix the adjustment on that camera. Like, <laughs> it, it, I, I, I can only guess. He just assumed the camera was watching him do something, and it's like, and then at that point, he's like, "What do you fucking think? Right. I'm watching you do? Right? And what do you think? Like, like, and then you, then like, then you put the spotlight on yourself. Like, okay, so what are you doing that you think <laughs> that I don't need to see? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Like, why are you raising the flag if you're? If there's nothing to worry about, uh -huh. right? On top of it, we noticed uh, this time when we were back, um, I guess this is due to the camera. I don't know. Over his gate, like on his fence where the gate is, he started to add another level of wood up above the gate, which, okay, sure, fair play. But it sort of negates the gate because if you need to go in with something tall, you have now stopped yourself from being able to. Because all you've done is build a oh. doorway. He's made the gate into a door, pretty much, <laughs> where there is a there is something above it. Oh my! If that god. makes sense. Oh my god! The gate is no longer a gate; it's a door. No, that makes complete sense, <laughs> bro. That guy's cutting up bodies. We were, you know, we were wondering maybe he was maybe he's like getting early dementia, mm. and so he's like acting out kind of thing. How how old do you think the guy is roughly? They're probably around, probably around our parents' age, roughly. Okay. So I mean, it's completely in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
and we also don't want to step on any toes because like we park the RV in the driveway when we're there and stuff like that and we're not supposed to. But like per HOA? Yeah. Okay. And we just don't want to give them anything to possibly be like, well these fuckers are parking their RV in the driveway and shit like that, you know. Yeah. That's maybe. why we didn't want to that's why you didn't want to, you know, piss him off anymore with our with our adjustments that needed to be fixed. Well, that is annoying. I suppose at least they're not doing some like I guess it's like at least they're not doing anything more devious than that. Oh, totally. Like, like all the neighbors have been fine in that regard. Yeah. It's just this is the first run we've had with the neighbors and it's for something completely stupid. And his his uh apology was fantastic. <laughs> he's an adjustment aficionado. Yes. He wants he likes to step in all around the neighborhood. Should call him in for other stuff in the house and be like, I really need this adjustment fixed. Adjustment adjustment man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you had mentioned um you had mentioned like the quality of health care in florida yes and um it's it's pretty interesting uh, a friend of ours mr fagan okay uh sent me this tweet the other day that had like an infograph about life expectancy oh life expectancy and how it's down in like it's terrible down here in the southeast but everywhere else is pretty yeah. good yeah. yeah yeah it's all in the red for the southeast yeah just a stroke belt you know and i was <laughs> the stroke belt yeah. i was i was telling i was telling a friend like because I, I was sharing this among some other people too i was like it's nice to see that the mason dixon line is still like <laughs> alive and well you know the the mason dixon line is just perfect yeah right? and, and this is i mean what 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 better way to to divide it than by life expectancy yeah that the southeast isn't going to make it pa like past the early 60s if i remember i can't, i saw this the other day and then the rest of the country goes like well above that like tw there's like a 20 year difference isn't there yeah 66.8 to 86.8 yeah right? and all the places where it's like so so of course they had to use red and blue right of course they did. Of, of course, course they did. Um, but where it's blue are more affluent areas, uh, better health care. Yeah. You can even see in the middle, like where, where Georgia and South Carolina and North Carolina, there's a, there's a streak where it's light. Yep. Yep. And apparently there's a there's a hospital system through there that is just in North Carolina. It's supposed to be good stuff. It's supposed to be really, really okay. good, right? So it's also about like the the level of care, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's just... What's funny is like if you follow the uh if you follow the on this tweet you follow the uh what you call it like the replies and stuff. Yeah, the replies. What why am I thinking the uh the feed, right? Oh yeah, 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 okay. If you follow this whole thing, um you know, people talk about whatever, but then uh, people start posting other uh other infographics where um where it's like, you know, age-adjusted obesity rate by country by uh, by u.s country Look at the or Southeast. county it's almost the same yes. fucking thing yes so the obese the the obesity uh info is the same as the uh the fucking life expectancy uh-huh um the most uninsured where people are uninsured the southeast the southeast yes it's almost the exact same the fucking um <laughs> yeah it's incredible man uh-huh it's incredible. Yes. This this, this is there's an infographic for the spread of US slavery from 1790 <laughs> to 1860 and it's the same it's the same area. <laughs> yeah. It's so lung cancer rates like the people were just posting like and it's just I'm not joking when I call it the stroke belt. This is known as the stroke belt. Is it just 
is it just trust in doctors? Is it just people just thinking I can just tough through this shit? Is it a little bit of all of the above? Probably a little bit of all of the above. I just, it's and I, so I mean, weird. Look, like we fry everything in the southeast. Everything. Everything is fried. It's delicious. It's oh, it's wonderful. But like, most of us don't get enough exercise. We eat fried shit all the time. Mm. It's hot as fuck in the summer. Why would you want to go outside? Yeah, they they someone had thrown up somewhere the heat index, and how the 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 heat is almost the exact. It's just kind of like it's pretty funny, but yeah, but yeah, a lot of people die from the heat. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. Um, I mean, so I've worked in hospitals in Georgia, Florida, and Oregon. The Oregon hospital was by far the best one. And I don't mean that from a perspective of like, you're going to have a better chance of surviving here or whatever. Probably. But we were, the employees were treated better. The compensation was better. And I feel like the treatment of the patients was better because of that. Oh, yeah, you get better people, right? Yeah, better exactly. people are taking care of your folks. So uh, my wife's manager, when we were on the travel assignment in Oregon, told her straight up, and it was her manager when she when we were there before, at least for part of her uh, time there. They were specifically targeting nurses and whatnot for the, from the southeast because they knew that they would come up there and they would be perfectly content with the assignments. Yeah, because they know their conditions are so shitty on average. Yep, that they knew if they got them up there and they got to see the paycheck and they got to see what their assignment was like, they would do it in a heartbeat. I can't tell you how many travel respiratory therapists that I saw come through um, in Oregon when I was there as staff that ended up staying. And we would always laugh at the employees who had always worked there versus the ones who had gone elsewhere because the ones who always worked there were very jaded and thought that, oh, these assignments were terrible and all that. And we're like, y'all need to go work on the East Coast for a little bit, specifically the Southeast, and see how it is before you think you're just being so, you know, abused here. Yep. Because they don't make the staffing ratios good in the Southeast. So you have healthcare providers. Less. Yeah. Yeah. You have healthcare providers who are having to take care of uh, so many patients that it's making it unsafe for the patient and the healthcare provider. They don't pay. Um, yeah. That's, it's just well, what it is. And you're probably dealing with a higher rate of people who trust. Um, how do I put this? Um, holistic and new age doctors. Okay. A little Down more. Down in the southeast? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more people that are kind of like, oh, no, you just put a little cayenne pepper in your water in the morning, and that's going to help. That and this. that and people who get their health information from news. Uh, news is probably a stretch of the word, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. Yes. Sure. We had, there were numerous people in Florida that we took care of that told us that they didn't have COVID when they had COVID. Uh, there were also multiple healthcare providers that said COVID wasn't real and it would go away after the election, and they were taking care of COVID patients all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. just, dude, I, I think that when people dig in, no matter what the topic is, when people dig in, they don't, there's, there's no discourse. There's no like, it's sports. Oh, now. shit, you're right. 
it's I, sports now. You know, I learned something today. Yeah, You're they don't right. do that. This is true. Like once you've made, like once you've planted the flag in where you're going to be, whatever pile of shit you're sticking your flag in, like you, something about it, they just won't take it out and just no. be like, no, nope, you're right. It's yeah. this. No, no one can be like, no one can no. do that. No, what it, is it is 100% sports now. It's my team versus your team. When you lose, that's wonderful for me, even if I don't win. Yeah. And it's just like, why can't we all, like, why can't y'all look at things as like the betterment of all of us? And yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not a possible, it's not possible. It's literally pride fucking with you. Like yeah. it's literally that. And that feeling, that that's fe- pri- that's- yeah, <laughs> that feeling, that's pride fucking with you. <laughs> fucking being Rames, man. Yeah. Um, But. Like what I can't, what can't, what I can't stand is like it happens to both sides, mm-hmm. and like no one's willing to just be like, okay, you're kind of right about this, yeah. And that's why it's so it sucks so much to be like a person that's like just in the middle, just want to be like, hey, I want to see what makes sense before mm-hmm. I'm like blindly behind something, yeah. And but I can see how weaker minds is is probably a mean way to put it but i can see how weaker minds yeah can I, I get what you're saying be intoxicated later. by because because i i have felt that too where i'm just kind of like you get in with the you get into a conversation with people that have similar mm-hmm. views about something and then like you you all get locked on and you start chaining off of each other to make conversation and you know all of a sudden the conversation has been placed in this in this sphere of just talking about the same shit. What's it, oh shit! What's it called when you just you uh, go in uh, echo chamber? You're just going into an echo chamber. Echo chamber. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too from time to time. There are times that I've looked at things, and I'm like, oh yeah, against whatever something I like versus something I don't like, and then I sort of step back and I'm like, y'all are just like talking to yourselves with this whole yeah. thing. Like you aren't considering anything else. Mm-mm. And I'm well, not saying I'm so above it because I fall into it too. But once you sort of can pull yourself out of that, like you you can see it happening where you're like, even shit where I agree and I'm reading through it, I'm like, that's a bit extreme. Like that's not the case. Yeah. You're taking something that makes sense and just blowing it out of proportion. Yes. Right? You're twisting it in whatever way you, you know, want to. I think that it's it's a very human thing, right? Like it's kind of one of those it's it's the the vestiges of the tribe right like okay yes we're we're all together here and then all of a sudden people are just saying crazier and crazier shit mm-hmm. and then like you know some people just start to move away from the conversation but it's those weird people that just end up together that end yeah. up doing something stupid right oh yeah um i don't know man i just i have such a tough time on either side of it right mm-hmm. because i don't think like I, I, a, I've never agreed with with making celebrities bad work because in like, but making like idol worship out of a politician, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, just even just having conversations about it on a regular basis, you know, I, I there there's a there's a person that very nice, you know, I I guess they assumed you know that I was like really really cool with like joe biden right like mm-hmm. it's just like yeah oh i think i think you know they're doing a great job blah blah, blah. i was like yeah i was just i was kind of like yeah well cool yeah. like i just completely skirted it because i was like i'm not gonna jump into this because no i am not about like 
the second you choose a side, that's forever how you're seen. Yeah. You go R or D in that case, that's forever how they will see you if you pick a side. Well, and it's just not the conversation I want to have. Sure. It's not the conversation I want I, I want to have. Like it's just it's just not what interests me. I'd rather talk about a weird story that's going on or yeah. you know, hey man, isn't it fucking weird that the nineties were thirty years ago? Like, like bullshit. Sh- Don't tell me those lies. Yeah. That's not accurate. It was not thirty years ago. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was ten years ago for like twenty five years. <laughs> it was always it's always ten years ago. It's always ten years ago. Uh, it it feels ten years ago. Yeah. But it's pretty cool, man. Like just because, to, just to look back on that whole time period and how, like, it just kind of this stuff that matters now just didn't matter, and 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 sometimes for good and sometimes for bad mm-hmm. because, like, we talked about American Beauty, right? Mm-hmm. You know, best picture of fucking nineteen ninety nine, and now <laughs> like you look back at it, you're like, Ooh. yeah, it's like there's not there's like you really can't defend that fucking movie. No, I mean, no. I think that the acting is really good in it. Mm-hmm. I think that there are some funny moments in it. But as far as the content of it goes, you're kind of like, it just ain't like that anymore. No. Nah. Like, if you treat it like a time capsule, like, and you, I think it. I think it's more acceptable to some people that are, like, our age or older. Mm-hmm. Because we understood, like, uh, our understanding of what that time period was like. Yeah. And our we connection. lived it. Right. We lived that time. And there's a lot of you know this is the way things were at the mm-hmm. time like it's it's a perfect time capsule of like this was acceptable mm-hmm. it won the fucking oscar for yeah. best picture for crying out loud yeah um i mean along the same lines but not exactly the same it's like see like american pie yeah that movie like that was that was the late 90s that was the humor of the late 90s i know it can be a bit off-putting soaking shit in the 60s 70s 80s yeah it's just but it was different. We lived through it. That's how we knew. If you showed it to somebody now, they'd probably either either it would be tame or they'd be like, "That's horrifying." Like, well, that was the time. Yeah. Look at look at stupid wrestling in the late nineties. Oh God. There's some really gnarly shit. There's some rough fucking <laughs> stuff. I always think about Jerry the King Lawler cutting that fucking homophobic. Oh, against uh, Goldust, Dustin oh, Rhodes. My yeah. God, dude. Yeah. It's so. But like, he calls him that one specific word. Yeah. No one, and that was on national fucking television on cable. But like at the time, because I'm sure that that was the time we were watching heavily. So yeah. I'm sure we saw that live. I'm sure, and I'm sure we laughed at it. I'm sure. Like it was just the the mindset was so different uh-huh. at that point, uh-huh. and the understanding was very different at that point. Yeah. Um, you know, it, you think about like how that could be on a TV ever. But it wasn't, it was like the least surprising thing. Yeah. It was just something that we probably <laughs> immediately forgot about. Uh-huh. You know? Well, I, absolutely we had to have. Because, I mean, I didn't even realize that happened until, you know, decades later when it showed up on the internet. And people were like, oh, remember this Jerry Lawler thing? And I'm like, what's this? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how, like, if something like that, if something like that were to play on national cable now. Yeah. Oh my it's god! All you would fucking hear about. Oh yeah, there would be no fucking UFC, WWE merger no. going through. No, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, w- I was curious what you think think about that. I mean, it... I mean, well, from the perspective of because all I can do is really read about it, mm-hmm. you know. And I guess I saw some stuff about when Endeavor took over UFC, 
when they bought them that a lot of people were very unhappy with things. And so people were just wondering how that was going to affect WWE. Not that I watch their fucking product, but I am still curious. You know, this is weird for another company to own WWE and not a McMahon. It's strange. It is odd. And and if I will say if uh, if since McMahon's allowed to stay on, right? The fucking craziest shit ever. Yes. Well, uh, the only thing I do know about Endeavor is they don't if, give a shit. If McMahon happens to be caught on tape beating the shit out of Linda McMahon <laughs> in Mexico, they don't care. They're, they're he's not going to go anywhere. No, they, he's they, good. Yeah, he just has. He's fine. It's it's fucking bananas. Yeah, it's bananas. Yeah, I I don't. I guess it just goes to show you, like, and and it's not like this is anything new, but yeah. where there's money. People aren't going to get in trouble. No. You follow the Murdaugh murders at all? I did not follow it at all. I saw it. It was all over my YouTube. I never looked into it in any way, shape, or form. I need to watch the the documentary on the net, on Netflix, but it's essentially about no, the it. The Netflix. On huh? the Netflix. The Netflix. <laughs> um, the one, the only, the Netflix. The Netflix. Um, but it's just another story about it. You know, a, mm-hmm. a family that runs a ta- basically runs a town because they're so rich. Mm-hmm. You know, they get away with everything, you know, judge, they, you know, some form of maybe some of them were judges and stuff like that, but you get away with everything. Oh, yeah. Until you don't. Right. But I don't know. Like, it was like that guy. Um, I can't think of his name. The black guy that got shot in South Georgia. Oh, yeah. Ar- Arbery or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like um, they, they had called the like D.A. or whatever. And they were like, hey, like try to like. They were trying to brush all that shit under the... It was like a former cop. His kid was like... They were trying to brush all that shit and get it covered up. Yeah. And it wasn't until, I think, what, the GBI or the FBI stepped in and looked into it, and then it turned into this whole thing. Dude, that video was fucked up, too. Yeah, I don't watch those videos. Yeah, it, they're, they're tough. I can't... Yeah, I can't be watching those videos. They're tough to watch. I've... Ne- you know, and in all my internet years, like, I've never liked watching those videos, but as I've gotten older, I specifically really don't like watching those fucking videos i don't even like watching um i've gotten to the point where i i can't even like really stomach watching like fights when people like when people start recording people fighting like in a restaurant yeah yeah, yeah. or people that are really acting out like Mm -hmm. like even like when they're like the oh we caught a karen being a karen at Mm -hmm. fucking cvs and blah 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 (laughs) it's so fucking it's so fucking annoying, yeah. right? Like, yes, it's annoying that those people exist, but like, you're also catching a person not knowing what they're going through in their lives mm-hmm. in some cases, yeah. not excusing the fact that maybe they're being a shithead to someone. Sure. But like, you're willingly attempting to ruin someone's life and you don't even know the whole story sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, check out this person. Now, if someone's being straight up racist. That's different. Look, man. Yeah. Like, this is what happens when you're out in the public, you know, it can fucking happen. Yep. But even then I don't even like watching that stuff because I feel like when you watch that stuff and you give it views, it perpetuates more people wanting to catch people doing shit. Mm-hmm. And so you're more likely. So, so that can cascade into provoking someone to do something stupid because now there's a camera in their face. Mm-hmm. Whereas they might've just said a couple of stupid things and moved the fuck on. Now they want to show the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
there anything else that you try to avoid on the internet? Like, there's a lot that I try to avoid on the internet. Mm. Like what? I don't if know. You got any examples to help spur my mind on? Honestly, late. Like, I say lately, but over the past year, it's mm-hmm. just been like I don't want to hear. I still like streaming on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I still like, um, you know, doing the podcast stuff, but I don't want to hear about fucking Twitch drama. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I just don't want to hear about drama. Period. Like yeah. the, the the amount, the level at which some people air their laundry out on the internet is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yes, and nothing will like make me mute or ignore something faster. I'm just kind of like. This is not something that is anybody's business. Yeah. Why are you making it everybody's business? I I do my best to seek out only stuff that I want on the internet. Mm. I try to avoid, like, you know, I used to be, I, I've closed my Twitter. Like, I don't have Twitter anymore. I don't have Facebook. You, you canceled it completely? Yeah, Twitter's gone. gone. I haven't, yeah, I haven't used Twitter and I don't know how long. Okay. It's you gone. didn't just log out. It's just, no, you, it is deactivated. deactivated. Like, it. it's gone. Okay. Um, And, you know, I haven't used Facebook in years now outside of Facebook Messenger. Sure. Um, we'll still give them information that way. It's fine. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I, I completely understand the, yeah. the situation. Yeah. Um, But, and I still use Instagram, so Meta still gets my data somehow. Yeah. Um, But, like, on, like I, I still use Reddit, but not to the extent I did. Mm. And even if I do, I usually go to specific subreddits about the things I want, as opposed to just going to like R all or whatever. And it's the same thing. Like when I want to read wrestling stuff, I don't bother go. I, I go to a message board. When I read Miami Hurricane stuff, I go to a message board. Like it's the '90s again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like. I don't want to run into other things that. I don't know. I just and, and it's it might be me kind of closed minded of me, but I don't want to see all the random shit that people want to post. You were I a like. Bit- r slash all guy for a long time i still love r slash all sometimes but like i don't want to run into some of that shit yeah some of that shit's garbage um the wife had to had to just remove the reddit app from her phone like she would lose hours Mm -hmm. just hours yeah and like she would just be like and it was affecting her mood yep because she would find things that really bugged her and Mm -hmm. then what happens, and, and I assume this is what happens to a lot of people, right? What happens is they start digging into that one thing. Like, this asshole said this, yep. and then this asshole said this, not realizing that the, the fucking well of assholes doesn't have a bottom to no, it. No, it does not. It will never run dry. And even if and even if there's people that don't truly believe it, they'll still say stuff because they just want to instigate mm-hmm. and keep it moving, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I mean, look back when uh, when COVID was a big, big deal in, in 2020. Like, you know, in our chat with the four of us, we were constantly posting things. Mm-hmm. And it finally hit a point where I was like, look, I'm all for seeing all this and I'm guilty of it, too. But I can't just sit here and doom scroll all day if I because that's what my wife was doing. She would sit there and just doom scroll, doom scroll, doom scroll. And I'm like, do you, you see this shit? Get, yeah. This shit? Yeah. I'd be like, you need to get away from it. Yep. That's like I- it isn't healthy. You're just you're you're feeding just negative awful shit into your head constantly. Yeah, that's that's what I I had to tell my wife too. Mm-hmm. Where so it's kind of like, look, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not telling you what you can check out on the internet. Totally. But I I, I was like, I will let you know it is affecting your mood mm-hmm. and it's fucking bummer. Yeah. Sometimes like we've all got that fucking uh you know relative or friend where every time you call and talk to them 
it's just what's the bad news today yep, yep. what's better like there's never like a hey i had a good day today Mm-mm. here's what i did it's like oh you know i just you know i this is coming up and i, I don't know this what sucks and this, this sucks, sucks and this sucks and it's like dude that's that attitude is for um high schoolers mm-hmm. you know like well, we were like that in high school oh, but i totally. think i think a lot of teenagers are like that you know teenage angst um i'm trying my best and you know we'll see if it works out but like as i get older you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, i you know we've reached we're reaching our 40s right yeah. um you know you just kind of i don't want to be not like I think the grumpy old man is kind of misunderstood, mm-hmm. right? Usually it's just someone who's just seen a lot and they just, it's not that they're grumpy, it's just they don't want to deal with it usually. Yeah. But there's a difference between that grumpy old man and the grumpy old man that just like wants to proselytize about whatever whatever political person they want or mm-hmm. hate or who they think should go to jail or, ugh, it's just this never-ending well of assholes. Yes, Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's Reddit's a tough one. Like, you got to get away from that. Yes. Yes. But I, I agree with you that where it's like there are some points where I'm looking for something specific information mm-hmm. and I'll just do a search and I'll add the, you know, add, add the word Reddit to the end of it because, you know. Reddit has so much content over years and years and years that you can probably find whatever you're looking for there. Or at least a lead to get to where you want to be. Yeah, it's it's as it can be as helpful as like YouTube. It can be right. It can be because at least at the very least you can find a random discussion about something very niche mm-hmm. that can at least, like you said, bump bump people in the right direction. Yeah, or give them an idea about yes. something. Um, I don't know. Like I I I, I still have Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't look at it nearly as much. Like what I what bugs me, and it bugs me about Instagram too, is you you scroll and you're just kind of like, not, why why am I seeing some of this stuff? Yep. Like it, especially on Instagram, like you can almost you can tell when they're like, okay, we're giving you your dose of like people on your timeline, <laughs> but now like all of a sudden it's like ad someone i don't follow mm-hmm. add someone i don't follow add i'm just gonna like well i guess i'm done with instagram today yeah. because they won't even fucking let me scroll the timeline of people that i actually mm-hmm. follow yeah um twitter's kind of doing the same thing um you know regardless shithead owns it now yeah. but what are you gonna do besides get the fuck off of it if you need to you know at this point it's sort of like uh you have to weigh with everything you consume media food all that stuff you sort of have to weigh who the least shitty to you is to involve yourself in the world mm. do you go with bezos and and amazon do you go with the walton family and walmart do you go with elon and his bullshit cuz you want to get tesla do you go with these other mo- automotive companies because they have electric cars too but they're shitty in their own way you just got to figure out what's the least shitty to you i guess well and if you want to find shittiness in anything you're gonna find it right you, oh you're totally gonna, you're gonna go find it right and 
It was, uh, I don't know how much you've watched The Good Place. I have watched that whole show because it is fantastic. Yeah, there's an episode. We So that's one of our, so the, the Office and The Good Place are like our go-to for like, let's put something on mm-hmm. while we fall asleep, basically. Yes. Um, but there was an episode we came across the other night that was. Uh, the Cheaty with the almond milk? No, okay. <laughs> there's, there's that. But this one was uh, Eleanor uh, had found a she was doing a flashback to where she was dating this guy that was like she went and got them coffee and he was like oh we don't drink coffee from there the guy's <laughs> the guy's a complete creep he's just you know and yep. you know he just he everything everything had like a bad thing to it chick-fil-a stuff like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um and she's just like you you can't fucking just go after everything because you're going to find it yes. and then you're not going to have anything yeah um not saying you know it's it's just Chick-fil-A is the one that really is kind of weird to me because mm-hmm. a they've been around for fucking ever. Yes. But for some reason, everyone treats it like it's just open yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And and that's everywhere you go. Uh-huh. Like the drive through is bananas. The worst parking lots and drive throughs of any fast food place I've ever witnessed. Unless they're if they're newer, they've actually figured that drive through out. Why is that going off? You got you got a little notification there on uh, Discord or something? Yeah, I forgot to set this to do not disturb. Um, but like they got that two lane like figured out, right? Yes, and you yes. can move through it pretty quick. But it's still like a shit. Show. It, it blows my mind because I was like, I've, I've been going to Chick Fil A forever for forty years. Yes, right. Um, but you know, I, I haven't ever really understood. I can understand people being like, "Hey, that's that's hateful chicken, right?" Yeah. Like, I get it. They had some people that were shitty. Mm-hmm. The main dude's gone, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, the people that work at my local Chick Fil A aren't those fucking people. No, they're not. The people that own the Chick Fil A because they're they're a franchise. The people yeah. that own the Chick Fil A aren't those people. No. Um, but everyone just thinks that like I'm gonna pull out this activism, and I'm gonna fucking. Mm-hmm chastise anyone yes you know there are people we know that we can't ever tell them we're eating chick-fil-a really yes do you think they disown you oh they are yeah yeah well i don't know about disown but they would be they would be salty yeah yeah they they they'd give you the oh oh yeah oh yeah the click of the mouth (sighs) oh man yeah no they they would be very unhappy that's nuts yeah I don't know. I don't know if I could really be mad at anyone. Now, I do know people where their their uh, their dog sleeps on a my pillow, <laughs> uh, a, a, a my pillow dog bed. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, I noticed that the other night. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. Do you think that they bought it, or do you think they were gifted it? Oh, they bought it. Okay. Oh, they bought it. Okay. For the exact reasons okay. you think they okay. would buy it. I was, yep. I was trying to figure out how I was going to phrase the next part of the question. Yeah, for okay. exactly. Dude, I, okay. there's no way they didn't buy it not knowing. Yeah. And okay. look, they got the right to buy it. That's Sure, right. whatever. I'm not stomping on your freedoms. No. I'm not taking them away. No. I am saying that guy's a little crazy. <laughs> I am saying that guy is fucking stupid. Yes. Um, 
but it's just one of those things like the extent of my thing was to roll my eyes to myself mm -hmm. and point it out to my wife yeah and then that was that you mean you didn't throw a fit there and the thing be like we can't be here no i didn't take it outside and burn it <laughs> I, you probably should have. I probably could have. <laughs> I guarantee you that thing would go up in nothing. You would light it and it would go up. Yeah. It probably burned red. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> fucking Satan pops out of it. Be you angels. It would burn up and then from the ashes and the smoke, that's when you would see the devil come out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If it was like a cartoon or something. Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned The Good Place. That show is fantastic. I love that show. That's such a good show. I think they did a they did a really good job with it. I think it's really easily digestible. It's got enough stuff to kind of, you know, um, makes you think too with the philosophy aspect of it. Yeah, which I loved. I thought it was wonderful, dude. When Chidi loses his mind and he's just making uh, making chili in the fucking classroom, <laughs> you put the peeps in the chili <laughs> yeah. pot, stir it all around. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I every time we have <laughs> yes every time we have chili yeah. in the house and and my kid or my wife walk through the the, the kitchen I'm like y'all come in here and put your paws in my chili come on dip your paws in my chili the show is so <laughs> wearing good. that tiny ass shirt yep. Chidi was ripped under there Chidi's fucking ripped yeah Dude, the guy that plays Chidi is fucking ripped yep and I like how they explain it to him like what, he did push-ups or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he was like, push-ups were supposed to relieve stress, and I just kind of took it too far. <laughs> that show was so good. It was so good. And then, as we have discussed lately, and we're in the final season of Ted Lasso, yeah. which has no right being as good of a show as it is. I haven't watched any of it. You have never seen any no, of it? Not a single episode. You've never seen any of it? No, no. Dude, so good. Yeah? Has no right to be as good as it is. I, I mean, I... I kind of assumed it's probably really good just based off of always hearing about it, right? And the multiple award winning coming sure. out of the show and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So good. Like, okay. And I went into it just being like, all right. Because I remembered when they ran with the character in like the NBC sports ads. Yeah. Like years ago at this point. Like, Jason Sudeikis. Yes, right? yeah. yeah, like 10 years ago or yeah. so. And I remember when they were like, well, we're going to do a show about it. Wait, is it Sudeikis or Sudeikis? It's Sudeikis, I always right? say it is Sudeikis. S it's S-E, not S-U. I don't know S about the spelling. Okay. Jason Sudeikis. I always just say Jason Sudeikis. Um, and I remember I turned it on, and my wife was just like, what is this? And I was like, it's Ted Lasso. It's a show about this it's an American football coach that goes and coaches English football. And she was like, okay. And she was messing around on the laptop. And by the end of that first episode, like, we were sitting there watching it. It was funny. And, like, I heard her start laughing at some of the jokes and stuff. And I'm like, all right. Like, we might have something here. And then, like, we were, like, we got done with the episode. And she's saying, what, what do you want to do now? Or I'm like, what do you want to do now? So like, let's watch another episode. I'm like, all right. And we go through it. Man, it, like, it kind of feels to me the way that The Good Place does where there's the premise for the show. And you're like, okay, that's the premise for the show. But then once you get it to the point of the realization of what the real premise of the show is and sort of that original storyline gets sort of pushed to the side, it gets much more interesting. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think that's on our Plex server. It probably is. Yeah. I'm willing to bet it probably is. It's 
I have enjoyed. And I mean, it helps to have a little bit of a soccer, like liking soccer, but it's not even remotely necessary. Right. There's no info in the show about the sport that you need to know. In fact, there are parts of it where, because he's an American, they're like, like the offside rule. And he's like, I just don't, I don't understand it. And they like, they constantly explain it to him early in the show. Because he doesn't know what the offside rule is. Because if you're just watching soccer for the first time, you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Why can't you just have a guy down there by the goal? Well, it's part of the rules. Mm. But there are little things like that. So that's the like the extent. Having a knowledge of it will make some of the things a little funnier, I think. But overall, I don't think you need to have much of a soccer knowledge. It's, cool. it's really fucking good, though. Yeah, I, I mean. I would highly recommend it. Highly recommended. Okay. Yes. That's high praise. Highly recommended. Super high. Yes. I might need my adjustment. You might, might need to fix adjusted. your adjustment. Yeah, I need to fix yeah. the adjustment. Because like, there are things that I want to tell you that are part of the storyline, but I think it would be a bigger deal if you got to experience it mm. as it happened. Yeah. I appreciate that. Like Stuff that's not necessarily a spoiler, but when it happens, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, realization type yes. stuff. Like if someone yeah. were to tell you things about the 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 good place. Yeah. You know. Yeah, with how the story, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, that that's that's one of those like I'm so glad that I was I just paid no attention to the good place mm -hmm. until it was all on Netflix. Yep. And then and just then watched it all. Just watched it, uh, you know, casually, mm -hmm. you know, and just got to see it unfold. I think I think my wife started watching it. I think she had watched it through almost all the way without mm -hmm. me because she just had something on. Yeah. And she's like, this is really good. And me being like, eh, me. Eh. Oh, network television? Okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and the fact that, you know, we watched The Office all the time, which was network television. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just tough, man. Like, it's tough to, and I talk, I talk with people about this all the time. It's really tough to find, to figure out what am I going to put my time into? Mm-hmm. Because it is, it's a time. It's like you're you're making that time investment, right? Especially when you're talking about a longer show. Um, movies are a little different because you're kind of like, well, at least it's just an hour and a half, two hours, right? Yes. Um, but you know, long gone are the days of. All right, I'm gonna watch. I'll, I'll watch. You got to watch like four episodes before it gets good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, why? Why can't yeah. they just? Why can't they just give it to me now? I don't want to put that much of an investment in because let's say, oh, that's when it gets good. Let's say it still sucks to me. I've wasted four episodes now. Yeah. And that's that could be anywhere from two to four hours of my life. Well, especially as in, I don't know, however, however old people are listening to this. Mm -hmm. But now that we're reaching the ages we're reaching, mm -hmm. like it's you're acutely aware of like, do I want to waste my time with this? Like I, I've done it with books. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I used to just power through books, even if it was terrible. I was like, it's supposed to be good. <laughs> It'll hit that point where I get, where it clicks for me and it's good. Right. Right. Yeah. It's somewhere in here. Yeah. But I've definitely kind of gotten a little more. I'm like, no, this is like free time that I'm using to mm -hmm. read. I, I want to make sure this is something good. Yeah. And if it sucks, I'm going to close the book and I'm going to return it to the library mm -hmm. or I'm going to grab something else. Yeah. Um, I love Chuck Palahniuk, right? Mm -hmm. I think Palahniuk's amazing. There are two books in his collection that I was just like, I can't read this. Yeah. Um, one I haven't even picked up, but I was I was I read enough reviews about it. Pygmy. Yeah. Where it's spoken in some weird broken dialect. I haven't. I've never read it. 
and people are like, it's tough to get through. Yeah. The other one is tell all. I've heard um, of it. It's written really fucking weird. Like it's like, it's like a. I'm trying to think. It's it's almost written like a a play script mm-hmm. without any fucking formatting. So it's all one line, one continuous line, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started reading it, and I was like, I was like, all right. Despite warnings from people, like I started reading, and I was like, okay, this is a weird way to start it. And I was like, reading, I was like, is it like this through the whole thing? Like and this like, is the whole book. I like opened up the middle of the book and it's just i was like i can't do it no i was like I'm just going back yeah can't fucking waste my time with it no no i completely understand i mean that i have i have hit points now where i'm just like if i'm watching something and it has a long commitment and i'm not enjoying it i will turn it off yeah i know people will be like we well, just got to give it time no i and i know i'm probably missing out on some things but i would rather feel like my time is rewarded by what I'm putting into putting it into as opposed to sitting through something and I hate it. I don't want to have to struggle through things. Yeah. It I, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel good. No. It doesn't feel good, like especially cuz when I'm reading, I'm usually reading for pleasure. It's not like mm-hmm. I will struggle through something if it's something that is for work or something sure. that is for education, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to struggle through pleasure reading, yeah, right? Yeah, no. Like I shouldn't have to work hard, you know, for that that point. Like, I like the I like that feeling of when you got a book and you're like, oh, I, like, and you're like worried about it ending. Yeah, like, you that's, get closer to the end and you're like, fuck, man. Man, I don't want this to be over. Yep. Like that's a that's a really, really distinct feeling. Mm-hmm. And I know a book is good when I when I'm like when I close every time I close it I look and see how far mm-hmm. through it. Well, I put my bookmark in and I look. Yep. I'm like, oh shit, man, I'm over halfway through this book. Um. When I read the Steve Martin book on Kindle, mm-hmm. granted it was on Kindle, so I didn't have that physical, but like as you, you see at the bottom, the it's telling you how much longer. And I blew through that book and I remember book. getting toward yeah. I remember getting towards the end of it and being like, Fuck. Like this is gonna be over soon. Did you listen to it on Audible ever? No, I just I only read it. He narrates it. Oh, so that's pretty cool. It's really fucking good. Yeah. It's really I, I haven't read it physically or, or mm-hmm. through Kindle. I listened to it through through Audible and it was so good. The Beastie Boys book is the first audio book that I have done that with, where I've listened to the whole thing front to back. There were a couple chapters I skipped because there are some chapters that are fucking stupid. Uh, and I mean, that's just how it is. Uh, but overall, just the meat and potatoes of that book was fantastic. What's stupid about them? There was a chapter. So their first big, biggish hit was called Cookie Puss. Mm-hmm. And there's a chapter where they have. Because the the audiobook is read by them and it's read by other celebrities. Celebrities reading the chapter. So like John C. Riley reads a few chapters. Rosie Perez reads a few chapters. Snoop is on there. John Stewart, stuff like that. Well, this chapter about Cookie Puss was specifically treating this Cookie Puss from Carvel Ice Cream as if it was a real person and it was being portrayed from the people that knew Cookie Puss. And I gave it about four minutes of listening. And I was like, I'm going on to the next chapter. I want I want to know more of this story of them, not this goofy bullshit, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I wasn't in the mood for a, a straight-up humor chapter about a character that doesn't even exist when I'm trying. I just want to hear about the Beastie Boys in there yeah. and, like, their shit. Yeah, the, so I... 
I'm trying to think. I I got that Rick Rubin book. Interesting. Creative act. That's interesting since he's a big part of the Beastie Boys story. It was, I finished it. Yeah. It was a tough read. I don't want to say I struggled through it because the way it's written, and I'll show it to you when we get done. Yeah. The way it's written isn't so much like a book where it's like straight up chapters and stuff like that. It's like just little blurbs. Like it's almost like he wrote down a bunch of ideas. Like he'll, he'll have an idea and he'd write it like two or three pages and it's big and it's spaced out a lot. Yeah. So you're just flying through this book even though it just, he's fucking out there, man. Like part of it is too uh, is. Yeah, I gathered that from the Beastie Boys book. Part of it too is like I felt like it was, it there, it's, it's going to be a good reference tool for like, all right, if I'm creatively stuck with this, let me go back and refer to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of why I wanted to f- just go through the whole thing and finish it so that I could use it as reference later. Mm-hmm. But it, there were parts where you're kind of like, is he starting a cult? Like, <laughs> is this a cult thing? Because it feels very culty. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of tough, but but the fact of the way it was written, like in such short bursts, mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad to get through. It wasn't like like struggling through a novel mm-hmm. or struggling through like a, a history book that was just really boring. Yeah, I've been doing like, are you? I can't remember. Are you more of a fiction or a nonfiction person now? I used to be big time in fiction. I read just about all nonfiction now. Really? Okay. Yes. I, I and I I feel like I I do that because I want to sort of take away knowledge from um what what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So like for example, the Beastie Boys book. What I'm not going to take much out of it, but I'm going to take a background of them and just some stuff to just be able to be like, oh yeah, do you know what Rick Rubin wanted to name the first Beastie Boys album and right. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Which if you don't know is horrifically hor- like offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't be an F word. Yeah. 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 Like the one that refers to a certain kind of people. Not fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like stuff or like I I just want to learn more about things as opposed to. And I also feel like I don't have to. With fiction, I feel like I have to. I can't put it down for long periods of time because I'll forget what happened. Whereas in nonfiction. I feel like you can, not a long time, but if you put it down for a little bit and then come back to it, you kind of have an idea of what's going on still. Mm. As opposed to fiction, a lot of the time it's like, well, what, who's this? Well, what the, well, I don't remember. Well, now I got to start this fucking thing over. Yeah. I mean, so I, I am much more into nonfiction now. Yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I used to be all fiction. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care about nonfiction. Um you know, here and there I might read something about a music artist or something like that. Mm-hmm. But right now I've kind of got to where I do. Um, one, I've got one nonfiction book going and a, and a fiction book going because I can mm-hmm. do that. Like you can watch multiple yeah. shows. Yeah. You can you can read multiple books. Absolutely. Um, I know a lot of people where they're just kind of like, I don't know how you do that. And so I'm like, well, I mean, you watch how many? Do you, are you just watch one show? <laughs> That's it. That's it. You can't watch, watch anything else. Yeah, yeah. What do you do for the rest of the week <laughs> until the next episode comes out? Um, so I, I usually do that, and um, I've been, I've been really liking um, a little bit of like random U.S. history stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The '90s book is is pretty good. It's just yeah. U.S. You know, pop culture history for the '90s of, sure. of the U.S. Um. <clears throat> I, re- I read a 
much longer book than I was like thinking I would ever read mm-hmm. um, called Wilmington's Lie. Mm-hmm. It was about uh, basically it was about suppressing the black vote and in the 1800s basically. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. It was really good, but they pretty much frameworked out how Jim Crow laws would work in Wilmington, and that, and it was adopted by the rest of the South. <laughs> fucking oh crazy! My God. <laughs> it's insane, and just the amount of intimidation. Just like, just you're, you're kind of like you feel like in some cases you're reading a fucking fiction book because you're like, mm-hmm. this is scarier than any scary like book that I've ever read. Yeah, um, because it actually happened to real people. You're like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Like. I think that's the impact of nonfiction, right? Especially when you're reading something about history, you're kind of like, you don't have that like, oh, this is ridiculous, but it's, it's yeah. these are made up this characters. Is, this is out of the realm of possibility. This isn't going to happen. But, they, but it hits you like, that's a real fucking person that happened to, and they really treated that person terribly. And it wasn't that long ago. Or no. that's not terribly dissimilar to this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Wilmington's lie picks up like right there at the end. Like, the Civil War is ending. Mm-hmm. And so reconstruction is happening, mm-hmm. and so you're you're you've got all these like real think about all the remote places that you drive through. You're like, who the fuck lives here, right? Yeah. Who the fuck lives here? And but like, how long it took progress to reach all those areas? Oh yeah. And you're like, holy shit, man! Like, it was still you're still like 20 years removed from the Civil War, and you've got like some fucked up shit still going on. We're not that far removed either. Uh-uh. Like, we're only, what, 160, 160 or so years? Yeah, something, something like that. It's not that much. Yeah. <laughs> I read, when we were on the last cruise, I, I didn't read all of it, but I read a book about um, something about baby boomers and just how, like, the world changed with them. and And it was really interesting, although you could tell it was some of those books like that are like specifically targeted at oh it's look look at the baby boomers you know millennials want to read this and all that stuff so that can be kind of uh, sometimes because people you know like they have a topic like that and it just is all that they don't sort of go anywhere else so that was good but it wasn't amazing but it was it was decently good um but u.s history stuff i used to read a lot of i used to read a lot a lot a lot of that stuff yeah, I, I I don't know. I like it. Like I used to not like I said. I used to not be all about, um, all about it. But it's it's nonfiction's great, man. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, as far as the generational stuff goes, that that nineties book goes really, really well into Gen X versus Baby Boomers. Yes, and, and it makes a great point about how like, especially nowadays really the only exceptional rationalization of a group of people you can do is about generations because it doesn't target anyone specific Mm -hmm. and there's really nothing that can be said back to it no right you can be as general and and as shitty about it as you want to but no one's going to come protesting your Mm -mm. (laughs) your rationalization of a generation of yeah no no fucking nuts man (laughs) insane um let's see what we got oh dude we've been doing like an hour and a half all right should probably wrap it up yeah we probably should um that way we're not out here too late yep guys thanks for being here tonight yes and thank you for for popping in thank you always good oh yes it is maybe one day maybe one day we'll live close to each other and do all this all the time yes but yes uh, maybe one day uh nothing to plug 
anything i, I, I got nothing you're, to plug. you're off the grid yeah i, I try and try and more and more each day you're off yeah. the grid yeah um you can you can follow sheets oh you can't follow sheets no because he doesn't do instagram anything at vl Insta- sheets there I mean, you go you'll, pre- you'll pretty much get a reminder every month that tomorrow's already the 10th which <laughs> what's his favorite yeah uh here in about an hour oh what a flashback here in about an hour and uh 40 minutes i'll have to make that post <laughs> dude tomorrow's already the 10th far out uh, you can follow me at Lopez Radio. Uh, you can also check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio, usually on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Um, other than that. You know, when I was back at the house, like, you know, all my streaming stuff is there, and I'm just like, man, like, I miss it, but. It's fun to casually do. Like, Yeah. As long as, you, like, I think once. It became a lot more enjoyable once I was like, okay, I've got a kid now. I can't put the kind of time I was putting into it. Mm-hmm. Once you're just like, this isn't like a thing I'm trying to make happen yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like, this is just something I just hang out with a few people that come in and do. Just keep it as a, it as a casual thing, man. Yeah. I think it'd be good. Yeah. It and it's usually would. good. To, you get a little you get a little social time, like yeah. play a game. And if some people show up, great. If they don't, who cares? You're still playing games. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Tattoo it on your forehead. That's right. Twitch.tv slash Sheets Live. Yeah, maybe one day you never know. Yeah, follow him. Maybe he might, he'll surprise you with you, a broadcast. You might get a stream and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a great night. Um, I'll be back at some point. Thank you, Sheets. Oh, hey, thank you. Uh, fix your adjustment. I'll see what I can do. All right. <laughs>